1: DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, a.k.a. Blender at Blender HD. If you want to follow me on Twitter. And it's Friday, Friday, October 14th. And we'll be talking about the uh, the MMA slate, the UFC slate for fight night, whatever, whatever number it is. Right? It's not a very good card. Right? Truthfully, 12 fights. They're kind of getting these fights out of the way. Get these out of the way because next week is a UFC 280. Probably the best card of the year. Right. Next week's going to be a good card. Uh, this week, maybe not so much. Uh, but uh, well, we'll take a look at uh, some of the ownership, some leverage, some combinations. Maybe we should avoid. Answer your questions in the YouTube chat. Right? You got any questions about MMA DFS? Feel free to post them in there. Suki Singh got there early this morning. Beat out Wattas. There you go. Suki's back to first. As Defix says, I saw you. I saw you message Defix on Twitter. Yesterday in the showdown contest, uh, the uh, king of the B- beach qualifier, congratulations. Well, let's see if you can make it ma- make it there, because you have to go through like an online, like two rounds or something like that to make it there, but but good luck to you on there, right? Good luck to you on that. Jovan Norm- 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 Normandia, good morning, Jay Brown, 764, you know what you do in the morning? You give me those tummy thumbs, right? That little thumbs up button on YouTube, it helps us out, helps me out. I don't think it helps me out personally, but it helps the channel out. Do I care about the channel? Of course I care about the channel. So it helps me out also. So hit that thumbs up button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the notification bell. You know when we go live. Got a lot of content today on the channel, right? NFL content. NBA coming back soon, right? We've got like five days until NBA's is back. Uh, what else? What else we got going on? The MMA Ground and Pound podcast should be out uh uh, later today, at some point, I did not record yesterday. I, I i was I was feeling under the weather last night, so I so it was just uh, Mike and Liam. They'll be breaking down all the fights for you. Those are for, that's for premium members only. So you should sign up for a combo premium membership. I think we're running a I think we're running a sale. I think it's forty dollars off or something, twenty dollars off, some something for your first month. It's something. I know I, I saw the promo. It was in my email, right? I I got the email also. So. Feel free to sign up for Combo Premium, especially with NBA coming back. If you're playing PGA, MMA, if you're playing uh, MLB playoffs, right? Obviously NFL and everything. So it's the it's the best value in the industry. You get all you get all the tools, you get all the projections, you get all the ownership, all the content. It's the one size fits all. You get everything, all you can eat buffet of content. Uh, but we have the MMA slate, uh, not not a very good one. Uh this MMA slate, uh the, the context of this slate, we got a lot of fighters that are two to one favorites, right? We got multiple guys that are four to one, five to one, seven to one favorites up towards the top. Uh not that uh, some of these fights uh, I mean, if the under uh, we have a lot of high variance fights, right? Like we have like the menafield let's see, the Menafield Serkinoff fight. Like that's like plus 100 for Menefield, plus 265 for Serkinov. That fight most likely doesn't go to distance. Uh we got uh, we got I mean the the one the, the Todorovic right fight is I, I don't know how it goes to distance, right? And but a lot of tr- a lot of a lot of this this slate is not very trustworthy fighters. Like the, the, a lot of high variance fights, but I mean the competition level is not is not the highest so that's why we could see we see like Pete Rodriguez over Mike Jackson like okay that's Pete, Pete Rodriguez do I trust him no but i mean Mike Jackson's horrible right Lucas Alexanders what he's made, does he he doesn't even have that much of experience so he's uh, Joe Anderson Brito is a minus 360 favorite Victor Henry's a minus 400 favorite we got the Asker off Roy Val fight that's that could be a mess Right, Asgolf should win, but I mean, Roy Val could do something, right? And then, then the main event is—I mean, uh, kind of, I kind of—I mean, I'm 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 all fine with 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 women's main events, but maybe not this one, right? Grasso Orojo. Uh, I'm not sh- I'm not. Sh- See, I think the field is going to overplay the main event, and I think the underdog, uh, Viviana Rajo, is going to be way over. Uh, because it's hard to make lineups. It's hard to, dude. It's hard to make lineups on this slate, uh, trusting some of these like these underdogs or whatever. This could be a slate where, where not many underdogs win. Okay, and then the underdogs that win, if they do win, are going to be optimal because probably they win in a way where you know Jordan Wright just knocks the crap out of Todorovic before Todorovic knocks knocks Jordan Wright out. Jordan Wright's never gone to decision. I don't think, and what, he's had like 12 fights? I don't think only two is, have made it to the third round. And most are over in the first round. So it's like, like these underdogs I'm looking down here, like Wright, Swanson, I guess, to some extent. Although people are high on him, but at plus 445 inside the distance, I don't know. People have gone by 39 and he's actually going down a weight class. That, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, Serkinov, obviously against, uh, against Menafield. menefield. I think if it's on the feet he's dead. Right? So he has to he has to go to the ground. Like Roy could get a get a submission, I guess early submission. I guess against Askaro. Askaro takes him down and Roy Valka, like reverses and armbar or something. I don't know who knows. Uh so like I feel like if there's an underdog that wins out of like this group, they're going to put up a big score, 90, 100, 110 points that like like, dude, even in a five-round victory from Viviana Arajo, like I, you have to expect that the Grasso Arajo fight is going to be mostly played on its feet, right? So, I mean, I, I just don't know how how high the score is for the main event. Cash game, sure, yeah. You want to stack it? Go, go right at it, right? You got nice floors, but as far as the ceiling, I'm most likely going to be under on both fighters. I mean, we have we have Grasso, it's thirty seven percent ownership, and Arajo at forty. I think That's a little, little overboard. I think it'll be closer to like, I have it like 34 to like 34 each, but still 34 each means like what? 65 to 70% of lineups will have a main event fighter in it. And I think compared to a lot, a lot, a lot of these fade, these two to one favorites can, can win and win quickly. Okay. And then we got in the mid range, we got some, uh, some like the, we, see the thing about this slate is that we don't even have an 8,200 $8,000 fight like we don't even have that fight. That's that's why roster construction is much tougher this week because it's like eliminating like like two fighters that could easily fit into lineups normally. And you almost have to build barbell style builds. And that's why I think a lot of people will end up with with Araujo. Like if you're going to play Menafield instead of uh Sirkinov, and if you're going to play Todorovich and not Jordan Wright like you almost almost have to play a Raja or I mean, you could, obviously you could play like a Sunchow or Mike Jackson or something like that, right? You can play CJ Vergara. I mean, you could do that, but I think that's going to make it more popular. Like we see here in in lineup HQ, like we start building this type of lineup where if we're playing like Menefield and Todorovich, and then we're playing like maybe Pete Rodriguez or Brito, one of these guys up here, right? Average remaining player salary seventy six thirty three, right? We're going to have to play someone in this range. And either multiple guys in this range, or we're gonna to have to play one very low one. So let's say we we put in like Askarov also, like we can't even make that line of sixty eight fifty without playing like Mike Jackson and Lucas Alexander. You can't even do that, right? So you got Menafield Todorovich, Pete Rodriguez. Like that's why you put an Arajo there, seventy eight fifty. Like you could, you could easily do something like Maximov, Maximov and Sir, And well, you couldn't play Sirkinov. Right, you got what? What do you got? Seventy-four hundred, Cub Swanson. I expect to see these. These lineups are going to be popular. Like what you see right here, I would not play in a large field GPP. Hell, it's maybe you don't even play in a small field. Right, you got the three fighters over potentially forty plus percent owned, and another one that's almost forty percent owned. Like this is these are the combinations to avoid. Right, but it's very hard to not play Aragjo in lineups where you're trying to jam in. Like, imagine trying. Okay, let's say I'm not going to play Menafield, right? So I'm going to go down. I'm going pl- to play. I'm going to play Brandon Roy, uh, not Ravel, uh, off instead. Right, eighty-one, sixty-seven. It's like, well, once you put in like someone else, like you're going to try to go double barbell, you know, like Brito up there. It's like, how do you not play Aragjo in this lineup? How do you not play, you know, so- something around? You already have Serkinoff in your lineup. I mean, I guess you could play. Like Jordan Wright, I mean, you already have Todorovic in there. So it's like a lot of these combinations involve Araujo, and then you have 79, and you play Malcombe, right? So even the barbell, the, even like when you play like Rodriguez and Brito, both at 95, 9,400, you, you can still end up with like Araujo and these types of lineups. So like my attitude in building lineups, now, uh, to, to be fully transparent, I'm only playing six lineups tomorrow. Okay, I'm playing primarily just small field stuff. One of the two, two of the reasons: one, uh, it's not a good card. I don't want to devote that much volume to it. Uh, the constructions that I think are most unique are also low win probability. So I don't necessarily want to play large field contests. I think it. I think it's harder to be unique on this slate, just based on the fact that, like, I if this slate, if this slate was a slate where like the hot, the biggest favorite was only a three to one favorite, and we had a lot of like pick'em fights. I'd have no problem the, playing one fifty into the large field, but it's these slates where it's quite possible when it, that you get more unique lineups, the more underdogs that win, okay? Because you can then leave more salary on the table. There's more, there's more ways to go up and down, and because you get a winner here, you get a loser there, and finding leverage and things like that. This is, the, I don't think this is that type of slate. I think this is the type of slate. This is the type of slate where where it's quite it's quite possible. It's more likely than on other slates that the highest scoring underdog that loses may be in the optimal line. Those are the types of slates where I I, I don't want to put as much volume in because most likely it's going to be some type of fat five, 10 or more dupe lineup that wins. So I want to I want to avoid large fields. Smaller fields I don't have to worry about it as much, right? You're playing a 200, 300 person field, right? Do I have to play Mike Jackson in any lineup? In no, I don't. I don't have to. I mean, you could you could, right? You could, but you don't have to. You do, do you have to leave four thousand on the table for those contests? No, you don't, right? You're not probably not four thousand, but even two thousand, probably not. So I'm just looking at the combinations that like I even should be avoiding, and like there's multiple of them. Like I would make a group. Probably like, like don't play Araujo in like these these barbelly lineups, right? So like if like Pete Rodriguez, Brito, Araujo lineups, like I would avoid those. But even like the even even if you put in like Rodriguez, Brito, Menefield, like I, I'd almost do Pete Rodriguez, Brito, Menefield, Todorovich, Grasso, Araujo, and then do like a max two. Of that, so I don't think there's any. I don't think there's gonna necessarily be an underdog that's gonna be as owned as rajo in combination like that. I mean, we have Roy valve thirty percent. I don't. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't think he'll come in at thirty percent. I like Askarov. I mean, to me, dude, you tell me that Brandon Roy Val gonna be thirty percent owned and Askarov up here at ninety two hundred is gonna be seventeen and lower than Rodriguez and Brito. It's like Askarov could. I mean. Dude, he could He get 120 points in a in a decision. Like Askarov could go to ta- takedown city. Rival's takedown defense is like almost non-existent. Right, 30 something percent takedown defense. So I could see I could see him going to I could take town. He's going to take town. Right and same thing with this Maximov Malkoun fight. Like this maximoff Malkoun fight is I mean, this is most likely going to be played out on the mat. So, like the, the winner of this could either come really quickly via submission or, you know, have a lot of, you know, takedown, ground control, ground strikes. I think Maximov is way better than Malcun personally, but I mean, Malcun Mal- could take Maximov down. Just I don't know if Malkun could really do anything else other than that. Maximov is like a black belt in jiu-jitsu, top level jujitsu, whatever, right? Just that like on the feet, like these guys are like, this is gonna look this is gonna look like a it's gonna look like an amateur fight on the feet when it comes to like striking. Right? It's not gonna look very good. Uh and then we have Cub Swanson. I I I I have heard a lot of talk on other podcasts that Cub Swanson is, is gonna be popular against uh against uh Jonathan Martinez. Uh because Martinez could be a it looks a little chinny. He's gotten chin checked a couple of fights five Fight, fights that he's won he's gotten knocked down that's been the narrative but i'm because he's 39 years old and he's going down to 135 that can't be good right i don't know or is it name value? Is that people are just looking at it from name value standpoint i mean it's it's hard to trust anyone down here i mean this is this is what i mean you're like you're going like i have to play if i'm not gonna play a Rajo, i gotta play Jordan Wright Cubs Swanson Sir- Misha Serkinoff CJ Vergara who has like almost no skill he's just a tough guy right Roy Val a Sun he's what eight million years old so I mean I don't, I don't know what he's gonna do he's the highest dude Mike Jackson has a better ITD line than a Sunsao, right look at that Mike Jackson's plus 600 inside the distance a sunsao's plus 635 but if he's facing Victor Henry like these guys I I he can't trust these guys. Even Brito, like, uh, Brito was, like, a big dog. I mean, like, yeah, he, sure, he knocked out Philly, you know, Andre Philly in the, you know, 30-something seconds in. But I don't think Joe Anderson Brito is much of that other than just, like, you know, one-dimensional, like, okay, he's going to come at you fast, and after five minutes, be dead, right? There's a lot of those fights. I can tell you that, right? There's a lot of fights that, like, if, if you... If this if something doesn't happen in the first round, like, I don't know if these, these fighters could last three rounds. I mean, and that's also one of the main concerns with Viviana Araujo. I mean, this is her first five-round fight, and she really, she barely has a gas tank for three three rounds. So, like, even if she does attempt takedowns, like, Grasso's not going to go, I mean, Grasso's a, basically a volume striker at 9,000. So, like, I've, I've no problem not playing Grasso and just hope that, you know, she doesn't put up 240 significant strikes but Araujo, it's like if she wins it's probably going to be a decision or sometimes I mean is she even a submission threat I mean I don't know this is not it's not a very good main event right but it's not a very good card in general but I think I think the slate will come down to uh who who wins really the two fights I think it comes down to the three no I would say the three fights that it comes down to the four. Okay. Let's say the four fights that it comes down to number one is Todorovich, Right. Like if, good luck. Good luck fading that fight. I mean, just good luck. I mean, I, I, <laughs> that's the fight that's most likely to end inside the distance by, by a lot. So whoever wins that fight, if that happens, whoever wins, if that happens in the first round, like that, probably going to be in the optimal of their prices, right? 8700 and, and 7500. Like knock out 100 plus points, you're you're good. Then you have the Menafield Cirkinoff fight. I mean, that's plus 100 for Menafield plus 265 for Cirkinoff. Whoever wins that, that's a first round fight also. Obviously Menafield's a little bit more expensive. That's why I'm leaning more on the Cirkinoff side, especially if Menafield's going to be like 38% owned. Then you have the Maximoff, that middle fight, Maximoff and Malkoon are going to fit into a lot of your lineups. Even if you're like, ah, I don't really care about the fight, it's most likely not going to end inside the distance. Most likely this goes to decision, but since they're both grapplers, both they're both, you know, at, at least, you know, ground, ground fighters, the likelihood of like a decent score out of the winner is, is pretty good, even in decision, but they just fit in so many lineups. Like for you to go up here or down, like you, you can, you're probably going to be playing one of these two guys. That's why their ownership, 28, 26%, like there's no $8,200, $8,000 fight. And I also think if this Roy Val ownership is right, I think the Askarov Roy Val fight as well. Is it a fight you need to have? No, because Askarov doesn't have to necessarily score well at 9200 But Roy Val apparently is going to be popular. Apparently. I have him as over owned right i have i have i have a lot of guys i mean i mean i have uh, swanson is overowned right now i have regara is overowned i have Raval is overowned i got you know i prefer maximov over Malcoon. right i i have uh, but even at the high end it's like i have menefield is is overowned in comparison but like someone like todorovic i don't like to me pete rodriguez and dusko todorovic if you want to use the term "good jock," even though it, there's no such thing as that, like I have them under-owned. because I mean they're in their 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 lines are just ridiculous. Minus one thirty-five inside the distance for eighty-seven hundred, plus one thirty-five in the first round, forty-three percent. Right, he's not going to be forty-three percent owned, probably. Pete Rodriguez, round one, minus one sixty-five against Mike Jackson. I mean and and if you win the first round essentially essentially you're getting 100 plus points but of course he's 9500 but like Todorovich is 800 cheaper and he's a 43% in the first round so I mean like I still think like building starting with Rodriguez I think I mean out of my six lineups I may have like two or three that literally just start Pete Rodriguez Dusko Todorovic Based, based on at least what I currently see now. I haven't updated these the, the betting lines, which aren't going to move that much uh, since yesterday. And then I obviously have to go around the industry, take a look at ownership, take a look at some other projections, see what falls into place. But in my six lineups, I don't mind having like uh, Todorovic in four and right in two. Right. And just uh, whoever, whoever wins that fight, I got the winner. The menafield serkinov fight, I think I'm more likely to have Serkinov and not necessarily Menafield. Like Menafield, you just have, basically, with Menafield, you have to survive the first five minutes. Right? If you fade Menafield, it's like, it's either he's going to knock him out early or he's not going to score well enough anyway. For 8,900. Serkinov has more paths to get there at his price. Defix says bad slates seem to create the best opportunities for Edge. Bad cards, sure, but not necessarily bad slates. Like I said, there's more edge. Understand that your opponents, a a wide variety, the field of your opponents that you play regularly, that play UFC DFS regularly, tend to stick to certain rules and strategies. We have, especially the large field. I'm not talking about the smaller stuff. I'm not talking about the higher stake stuff. Most people spend most of their salary, okay? Most people, regardless of the context of the slate, no matter if it's 10 fights or 15 fights, right? Most people do that. Most people prioritize a main event fighter. They go, well, there are five rounds. I got to play one of them, no matter what the context of the slate or anything like that. So that's going to happen slate after slate regardless. I like playing on the slates where those two things that people just do too much of without thinking is more incorrect on the slate than correct. Okay. So one of them I believe is is incorrect. I think the field is going to over, the the main event is going to be over for this slate, which is good provides an edge, but spending all of your salary or most of your salary is more correct on this slate. Right, it's less correct on slates where there's a lot of pick'em fights, where the where the ninety five hundred dollar fighter is in minus seven hundred. It's more like oh the, the biggest favorite is minus two sixty five, right? And you have a nine thousand dollar fighter that's only minus one seventy, right? The fights are way closer closer lined, which means it's more likely that you get multiple underdogs that win because the fight's close, right? So a, a lineup that has forty eight seven in total. Ain't that much worse than a lineup that has 90 to 49, eight in it, but the field is going to spend their, the, the salary most of the time anyway on this slate. It's more like, it's more likely on this slate that a lineup that spends 49, five or above 49, seven, 40, as they get closer to 50 K, the win probability goes up dramatically. If you're going to play a lineup this late, that, that it's, that leaves 2000 on the table, your win probability goes dramatically down because the fights aren't that close. I mean, I mean, outside of what, three fights? Outside of three fights, the rest of the... Uh, three out of 12, nine out of 12 are two to one favorites or above. I like the slates where more than half the slates are, are under two to one. This isn't that slate, So that's why it's like if I'm... It's a 12-fight card. Now, if it was a 15-fight card and it would still look like that, at least now there's more options. But in a 12-fight slate, I was trying to build some lineups yesterday. That's why I decided on just like I'm just gonna play six lineups. I'm just like I'm just bi- trying to build large field lineups and say, Yeah, if I if I don't mind playing a lot of Lucas Alexander or Rafael Asantau or Mike Jackson, like if, if I don't mind having 20% of each, like, yeah, okay, I can play the slate in large field. If I don't mind having, you know, a lot of Victor Henry, uh, Victor Henry, Jonathan Martinez lineups, Pierre Rodriguez lineups, like that type of lineup. If I don't mind having a lot of those, not some, a lot. I need to avoid so much stuff and still be able to, you know, spend 49.5 and get six winners in my lineup. Like it just, it's tough. So it's like, well, can I build my, any lineups with Pete Rodriguez and Dusko and Todorovic? Well, not as many as I wanted to. So I'm like, why don't I just, why don't I just, I'll, I'll just play the 200-man contests. Right? I'll just, just play the $100 single entry. I'll play the $200 three max. I'll play the, the 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 qualifiers, right? I'll do something like that. I'll play the $55, whatever the hell, right? With one entry, the $40 single entry, you know, I'll spread it out to six lineups. And just like, okay, that's it. And if I don't if I don't play the, the C.J. Vergara, the uh, Tyra fight, or something. If I don't play the Sun Sal Victor Henry fight. Then who cares? Then whatever. That's the, if that's the optimal, that's the winner. So be it. But I mean, if I'm not playing large field contests. Like you don't need the you don't need the nuts. You don't need the nuts in small field to win, right? I've won the 555 with a losing fighter. Okay, like to to, to put things into perspective. I've I've won the 555. With a losing fighter on a slate okay that was a slate where like a lot of chalk failed right a lot of chalk failed and the, the main chalk that failed I didn't have and I had the I had the leverage off of that I had the opponent of that of those chalky people and I still had a a a, a 16 point or something loser still won the five fifty five right because a 300 person contest 200 300 person contest so much chalk condensed and all those lineups are dead DS, who's low-owned that has a high ceiling? No one. <laughs> it's a 12-fight card. There's no one that's going to be low-owned. If they're low-owned, they're low-owned for a reason. It's about the combinations that you put together, not the fighters that you, you you take. Right? Remember, it's about lineups, not players. Dude, there's plenty of Pete Rodriguez, Dusko Todorovic lineups that I'd never play in a large field contest. I'm not going to also play Menefield and then also play Araujo and then also play whoever, Roy Val. or I mean, it's like, dude, I'm not going to just eat 30 plus percent ownership in five spots in my lineup. I'm just not going to do that. Find a way to get different. But the way that you get different is not something that you'll even like. You're going to be playing Sam Hughes. You're going to be playing Rafael Assunca. You're going to be playing someone. You're going to play... You going to play Tatsura Tyra in your lineup or ask I mean that's why I said like ask off at 18% like I he should be higher owned I understand Victor Henry fine I understand I understand Tyra but I don't know why I don't 18% seems low I mean I I have him as underowned on here but not like I mean he should be like 22 to 24% So I think I'm, you know, trying to play Rodriguez Askarov. Like, let's let's take a look at Rodriguez Askarov Todorovich. Like, what do those lineups look like? P. Rodriguez Askarov, because I, you're almost you're forced into certain things. I mean, this is what I mean. Like, how many of these lineups can you build? How many combinations are there? Average remaining player salaries seventy five thirty three. Right. I think this is a Cirkin off lineup to leverage off of a uh, mena field ownership. Right. So you play Sirkin off there. Like, I want to avoid playing Rajo, but can I? If I play Rajo there, then I could play what Malcoon, I guess. Right. It just it sticks you in this spot where, like, what are you going to do? You can't play right. Play Brandon Davis. What does this lineup look like? 7,600. Then Sam Hughes. Like, I don't want to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, how many of these lineups can you build? You're already playing two forty percent on guys. So it's like, unless you don't play Dodorovich, unless you don't play Pete Rodriguez. Yeah. That open, that opens things up, but there's like, there's nowhere to go. I mean, there's just nowhere to go. Do I play Roy Val? I'm not, I can't didn't ask her off lineup. Even if I do play a like at the 8,100, that doesn't get me anywhere. So great. I'm playing Malcolm or Davis or, I'm gonna run I'm gonna run into a dupe with this lineup, even even in a small field. So maybe you don't play Pete Rodriguez, right? So instead of Pete Rodriguez, you'd start with Askarov. Right? Then you play Tyra or something like that. Askarov, Tyra, Todorovich, Serkinov. And then you could play, like then you could play Maximov and the 7400 dollars fighter. And Cub Swanson. Right. He's still stuck in the, you still get stuck in this range again. Now you can see, I mean, this is what I was doing yesterday. I was like, okay, what lineups kind of fit together like this and running combinations in lineup HQ? And I'm like, I'm putting them in the combo calculator in my, my MMA Archie. I'm putting it in, in the duplication predictor in the, in the theory of DFS tools. It's like, I'm looking at, okay, let me take a look at the lineups that, that, are, le- are the least likely to be duped. And I look at those lineups and I'm like, dude, am I? Re- do I really have the guts to just put like four grand worth of volume on like 20% of Mike Jackson and 20% of Lucas Alexander and Rafael Asuncao? Do I feel comfortable doing that? That's the right thing to do. I mean, like, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm looking and going, this is the right thing to do. But The variance of this is going to be insane. Quite likely that the winning, the winning lineup tomorrow in the large field contest is duped 47 times. And if that happens and I don't have it, I, I'm going to lose a lot of money. So I, that's why in that realization going through, it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll wait to put my volume down on the, on the UFC 280 card, right? I'll play small field because that card's good. And I also have tons of tickets, right? I got, I got. Three 555 tickets. I got I got a $500 qualifier ticket. I got, uh, I think, a 40 something $25 large field GPP ticket. I got tons of tickets for that. So I'll wait for that. Okay. Talked a little about the MMA slate. If you got any questions? It's a short show. You can always post them in the chat. I'm always here to answer. Looking through. Looking through the MMA card. Remember, 4 o'clock, 4 o'clock Eastern. Lock tomorrow. Tomorrow, remember, and also remember, the UFC 280 card is from what Abu Dhabi, so that card is at like what 11 in the morning Eastern. I don't. Know, I don't know why I'm reminding you. You know, eight days in advance. That card. That card's a very early card, but this is early enough. I, I like. I like these. The, these are my favorite. My favorite time is the four o'clock, right? Four, or even two. Like when they do it in Europe, when they do it in like Paris or England or something. 11 in the morning, maybe not so much. But, but four, I, li- I, like, I like when the main event is done by 10. We're done. We're out of here. We're not up until 1.30 in the morning. Defect, you have an RG discount code for what? For RG? I don't know. Click on the link in the description. Get 10% off, $10 off something. I'm not in charge of any of that. I have no idea. I know that they run stuff. I know that they're, they're whatever. For lineup HQ? Well, I mean, it's part of Combo Premium. It's part of any premium package. I'm assuming if you go to rotogrinders.com slash premium, there'll be some promo or something that'll show you something. I don't know. Email support at rotogrinders.com. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. The $10 off your first month is is always viable, but I think they're running an even better promotion. I got it in my email. I don't know. Okay, so give me those thumbs ups, thummy thumbs, give me the thummy thumbs, right? Thumb fighting, remember. It's thumb fighting, it's it's fighting Friday, so thumb, thumb fighting, give me the thumb, 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 thumbs up, the like button. I call it the thummy thumbs. Right? No, no one else does that. People call it the like button, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, hit the notification bell. We'll be back on Monday. Monday, going over the NFL, right? Review the NFL stuff. Right, we We got to wait, wait on some injury. Is there that much injury news for NFL? Uh, T. Higgins. T. Higgins is suited up for today's walkthrough. Hasn't practiced at all this week. Yeah, we got to, we got to wait on some injury stuff. Got to wait on some injury stuff. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be uh, doing the NFL game theory premium game theory show uh, later today. We record that at, uh, at two o'clock, so that should be out. Later this afternoon. That's for premium members, and uh, I'll also be on the Blitz Show tomorrow. I'm filling in for Will again, so that'll be that'll be tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon. That'll be posted. Uh, that's all. That's only for premium members. Also, you got to be a premium member. You Got to be a premium member to get into my uh, my Discord channel, in the Roto Grinders Discord, Blenders Game Theory. You can talk to me. That's the place to talk to me. Right? You want to talk to me? That's where you go. Not not my DMs. Not the not anything. Not You could email me. I mean, I don't mind email. But really, Blender's Game Theory Channel. You could ask me anything there. Talk about strategy, anything you want. Anything you want. I even do uh, Zoom coaching calls two or three times a month. I think the next one is coming up on Tuesday night. No, no, not Tuesday. I'm I'm away Tuesday night. When's the next one? It's it's at some point, right? It's on the follow Tuesday. Oh, and now we just got news. Okay, but but before we go, uh, the slate is now 11 fights. Askarov versus Royval is off. Askarov was unable to make weight and turned down a catch weight. So now we're down to 11. So now, now, good thing I didn't play large field. Right? Because now, now we're going to reduce the, even more the amount of combinations that you can make. So Askarov and Royval are off. Yeah, really bad card. Really bad card. Uh, but at least it's over quicker, right? 11 fights on that. They just have more fluff. Now there's just going to be more fluff in between fights. Great great so we'll get out of here this is the most d- disgruntled ufc dfs preview show that i've done on fridays but you can give it a thumbs up anyway and i'll be back on monday with james mccool reviewing the, the nfl slate and answering your dfs strategy questions like i always do right i try to do at least monday through friday 11 o'clock eastern on the dfs pregame show on rotogrinders.com <laughs>